welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Bell to Bell with Billy Blaze. I'm your host, uh, Professor Jeremy Vilmer, and joining us now, Virgil's favorite enhancement talent, Billy Blaze. Well, what a long, strange trek it's been. Indeed. <laughs> What's Didn't happening, I did Bobby? There? I Not did. Not much, man. Uh, I guess this strange new trek thing's the new thing, you know. Uh, it's a new podcast out there. I and, I am uh, trying to work on it. Yeah, yeah. That's that is that is the current project, indeed. Well, I'm wishing the best of luck with your partner there. Um, I do have one gripe, though. Yes. I I see you uh, are sharing some brandy and finger food on that podcast, and mm-hmm. fuck. All we get is a beer in this podcast. You know? uh, yeah, but Bobby, it's sorry and brandy, and they're they're a dinosaur like alien, and you don't want to drink their shit. I'm I'm telling you right well, now. Well, I'm I'm completely half the beer just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, uh, the beer supply has been fine. Yeah, so, uh, we're, no we're, complaints. I we're, just wanted to rib you a little bit. Yeah, we're we're better off with the Miller Light. I'm telling you right now. Okay. This right, this stuff tastes deal. like bird piss. It's just it's not very good. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, well, I'll have a couple Miller Lights after the program today, man. There you go. So, uh, so Billy, uh, fuck man, what's up? You you call me Billy? Got uh, old man gets his picture of newspaper. They can't get his name right, but I, I'm not complaining about that either, man. No, well, I'm, I'm kind of uh, wondering you know. if we ought to just lean into that because now you're in the paper as <laughs> Billy Blaze. You know, it's, it's maybe we just yeah. run with it. You know. Um, I did see somebody was ribbing you over the weekend with Billy Blaze, and I can't remember who it was right now. It was on Twitter. Somebody was giving you a hard time on there with it. Oh, uh, were they? I might yeah. have missed it. I don't know. Um, I should have. I should have paid attention to who it was. Now I was yeah. thinking of something, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to, if I'm going to follow through with it. I was thinking of the other day. A friend of mine had done an episode of somebody else's podcast, and they had done no research. And it was funnier than hell as somebody who knew that as you're hearing it, you're just like, holy shit, this guy's really bad. <laughs> and I was thinking I was going to do this episode like an interview that I had done no research for. Then I realized, I think I know you too well to actually pull that yeah. off. Yeah. Um, cause I was realized that, you know, I'm going to say something stupid and then I'm going to laugh. Cause you know, obviously, <laughs> you know, but there's no way I don't know it. So yeah. Well, do what you can. How's yeah. That? Yeah. I'll, I'll see and- if, I'll see if I can do it. Okay, well, before we start goofing then, uh, I, I, I mentioned the, the long, strange track because um, I wanted to promote you. Um, the new podcast you have, A Strange New Track, because today's podcast is going to be about podcast. Hey. Uh, some of my favorites, and I'll let you interview me once I talk about them. We'll talk about them, discuss them. Um, I do want to get this out there, though. Let's get this right off the top here. Time Warp is once again our sponsor. Um, so, Jeremy, you know, when you come to Ashland, and we're mm-hmm. shooting for hopefully getting you here in October, I guess. Yeah. If all goes well, we'll just have to see. But uh, I'm going to just go live real quick here. Attention, video gamers, sports fans, and nostalgia enthusiasts. Are you a, are you ready for a Time Warp? Jeremy gives us a hell yeah. Hell time yeah. Time Warp is a brick-and-mortar hobby shop with a huge selection of everything sports, gaming, and collectibles in downtown Ashland with two locations in the Ashland Town Center. They've got vintage toys, sports cards, collectibles, and many have got tons of wrestling merchandise. It's the largest selection of memorabilia in the tri-state. Time Warp also has an extensive inventory of vintage and current video games and consoles. It's a 100% must-visit for retro gamers, and that's why I know you'll be there, Professor. Also, the Time Warp buys your collectibles daily and opens seven days a week 
363 days a year. They're only closed on Christmas and Thanksgiving. You can check them out on our Facebook page at Time Warp Ashland. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about your favorite podcast today. But before we do that, let me ask you, for you, what makes a good podcast? Interesting questions, interesting guests, um, but also depends on what topic you like, you know. Um, there's certain there's certain podcasts I'll mention on here that uh, obviously I, I like a lot of professional wrestling ones, but I'm gonna go outside of the wrestling genre on some of these podcasts. What I think makes a good one, something that can that I'm interested in and can keep my attention during it, so I'm not fucking around doing something else on a computer or looking at my phone, you know, uh, doing other stuff. I I, I like that. Uh, but then also I like when there's times during a podcast, I can just put it on, be in another room, sitting out and eating, doing whatever, throwing some clothes in the laundry that you don't have to pay that much attention to either. You know, it just depends on the guest and the content. But um, I, and it, the thing is, I just like fun, you know. Sure. I, I know they're serious ones, but I, but I, like, I like a lot of fun uh, and silliness involved in, in, in a lot of podcasts that I listen to. So. You know, it's I I I and have a good this, host. How about that? How yeah, about that's that, that, I think that's important too. But for me, you know, when I when I try to do things that are because of humor, you know, I have such a wide swing on my humor. I like either really, really, really dry, witty humor, or really fucking goofy twelve year old humor. I don't like anything <laughs> in between them. I like those two extremes. I got you. Yeah, so it's hard for me to focus on any one thing. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, my first one that I probably started listening to way back when, and, and, and I don't know for whatever reason, but um, the first, and it's, it's one of the old, to me, it's one of the ones that's been around, I, shoot, I think he's got over 1,600 episodes or so. Oh, wow. Uh, maybe more. Uh, is Mark Marin, uh, Fuck the World. Yeah. Um, I, 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 just his sense of humor, you know, he's a comedian. He's been through a lot of shit in his life, and um, he's just, uh, uh, Funny to me, you know, in a, in a good way. Um, yeah, he's got, he's got 1300 different podcasts. Uh, just, just on, on, uh, 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 ICF, but anyway, or I see, yeah, I have C channel. He had a good show in there. They always had comedians come on, on that show as well. But, um, Mark is just, uh, he, he has a wide variety of guests, you know, uh, and he's interviewed so many people through the years. The, the one thing about Mark, and I went back and done this for a couple people, um, is he'll have someone that recently passed away on the podcast from, like, say, 2013 or 2010 or 2009. And he had, like, Michael K. Williams, who played uh, Omar on The Wire. Oh, yeah. And he had interviewed him uh, over a movie that he was on uh, or in that uh, came out, I think, last summer or summer before last rather. And then of course he passed away and he, you know, he played that one and I went back and, you know, listened to that one again. Um, I'm getting kind of chills telling you. So I like that. Uh, it depends on, you know, depends on who his guest is. Um, but, but I generally give him a listen and mostly, um, when I, when I give him a listen, they're usually about an hour and I can break them down, you know, over the course of a couple couple different segments throughout the day, you know? Yeah. And, uh, he starts off with a rant and a rave and a man in a cave or what have you. And he closes out for a little bit of his, his guitar riffs. And so, uh, the, the hour is actually about 55 minutes, probably 45 minutes of content and 
you know, his other stuff in there. So it's, it's pretty good. It's about the right length. Um, so I, I like that. It's probably, it's probably one of my earlier ones that I really enjoyed. Yeah. It's, um, I, you know, you and I have always strived for about 45 minutes, but it seems like we hit an hour and 15, no matter what we mm-hmm. do. So I, I have to give a hats off to Mark Marin for always coming in just under an hour. Yep. Um, but you know, I, the problem I have with Mark Marin, cause you knew there was going to be one. Sure. Is, uh, I constantly confuse him and Paul Provenza. So I always think. Mark Marin ruined Northern Exposure, but it wasn't him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no different person. Yep, yep. So, but um, yeah. So, but I like that. Fuck the world, you know. Uh, was it's um, when it comes on, it's got that music, and it goes lock the gate, and it's him yelling from Almost Famous, where he's playing a rock promoter. Oh yeah, the band is uh, that's him that comes out of club. Yelling, the band's running, uh, driving away in a bus, and uh, he's he screams, you know, lock the gate, and of course the bus goes through the gate, um, and that's a hell of a good movie, and he's been on bit parts in a lot of good movies, man. I haven't seen it yet, but he's um, he's got a part in a Aretha Franklin uh, movie that came out last year, so he's he's always staying busy doing yeah. something. Yeah, well, and he was really good so in like Glow, that. you know. But yeah, oh, he, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah you're right. He, he usually plays a more background character because he really had a front and center character in Glow. Um, yeah, but he's yeah, I mean, he's very good and very good in the roles he takes. And um, you know, his show I've listened to it a few times. Um, he has access to better guests than I ever had, so I, I'm kind of like you know at the same time going like fuck that guy, you know. So yeah, you know, <laughs> that's why he says fuck the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, but well, yeah, I'm with you. He's got a, he's had a lot of tremendous gas, man, over the years. Yeah. So, um, uh, so who, who were, okay, let me, let me try to phrase this correctly here. As far as interview style goes, would you, where would you rank between one and 10? Where would you put Mark Marin? Oh man, I'd probably give him like an, an eight, five, honestly. Okay. Um, That's I don't solid. think he's perfect. But I don't think uh, he don't deserve a seven. He don't. I, I think is. I think he's an eight five. I think that's a solid. That's fucking, a really solid uh, number. Yeah. He he also does what you and I talk about um, when he throws a question out there. He listens, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what's going to take us to our next. My next favorite one uh, that I've listened to thirty years and watched when it was on YouTube. But uh, yeah, I think Mark is a solid eight point five man. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know you was going to ask me that question. That's just, well, that's, that's, you know. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't, we didn't discuss this ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to ask basically, Bobby, I'm going to treat this like an episode of geekish cast, right? I'm going to ask follow-up questions and things. And got it, gonna, man. Yeah. See what we can do. Yeah. I don't know. I should have some beer already. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, we could have talked to it, but oh, well. Uh, so who is your next on the list? Um, the Joe Rogan experience, man, Joe Rogan. Um, I've watched him for years now. I used to catch his uh, live feeds when he was on YouTube, mm-hmm. and he was doing three or four. This was back when he was in California, and he was doing three and four a week. And sometimes it would come on uh, about three o'clock uh, my time, which is obviously noon out there in California. And um, depending on the guest, um, I'd either watch it live, or if I really liked the guest, I'd save it for later on because I knew after, with, with, after about an hour at the time. Uh, they would play it back uh, once they did their editing or what have you. And, um, I, again, depending on the guest, I really enjoyed that, you know, just uh, 
I, I still listen to Rogan. He's over on Spotify. But some of his guests, to me, um, you know, they, they, they're way above on what they're talking about, um, you know, and some of the biochemists or something, and it's not a field that I'm, you know, real familiar with. Sure. Interested in the, in the guest, maybe, uh, or the book they're promoting or, or what have you. But, but sometimes I just, you know, I bypass like, eh, I'm not listening this week, you know. Especially now, uh, Spotify, I mostly listen. I've seen um, a couple people on, on the podcast, uh, other comedians, and uh, I, I've enjoyed those, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think where I was going with that when we mentioned Mark earlier, that's the thing Rogan does as well to me. Uh, he throws out a question and listens, and he admits I'm a I'm a I'm a comedic meathead. Uh, he says I'm an idiot, which he's not. He says, but I just retain a lot of stuff from smart people. And plus, he's got Jamie over looking it up for him at the fucking you know bat of an eye. Look yeah. it up, Jamie. Look it up, you know. And also, Joe Rogan must have. More friends than anyone in the world because even if he's had a personal for just one segment throughout, you know, a shitload of interviews he's done, he goes, uh, my friend, and he'll mention someone, and he'll go, uh, what's his name, Jamie? <laughs> so he, it's always, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but again, what an array of guests he's had through the years, you know. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, now, just in the interest of full disclosure, we are on Anchor FM, which is owned by Spotify. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, uh, you know, we're not going to say anything negative about, uh, Spotify cause Spotify cares. No, I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> not, I had it on my phone. I took it off. I still have it on my, I, the way I watch it now or listen to Spotify now rather is I do it through my, um, fire stick. Um, I just, uh, um, no, I, I yeah. just don't understand no, there's, why there's I don't a, understand why Anchor hasn't given us a hundred million fucking dollar for the next ten years. That's I don't, I don't know, I, I don't get it. Um, so the, there was a little controversy. He had a doctor on who had a unpopular point of view, mm-hmm. and immediately everybody's calling for Joe Rogan's head, which is a bunch of bullshit. Um, it's not a violation. First, I want to say this because everybody gets it wrong. It's not a violation of his First Amendment rights. That's the, the government stopping you from speaking. When it's a whole bunch of whiny fucking man babies in their mom's basements, then it's just people piling on and being assholes. If yeah. you can't stand up to something that is stupid that you disagree with, you're not an adult. You're a whiny yeah. little fucking man baby. I just wanted to get that out of my system. And no, that's good. And the thing about it is, I saw several tweets uh when that was happening and people said i've never even watched a show and and actually i like it you know yeah they, they said i've watched a couple episodes i kind of like this joe rogan guy it's not like you needed any more fucking followers anyway you know no he's got uh eight, you know uh Eight million followers on Twitter. It's hard telling on his. Uh, I don't know what it is now. Supposedly, I can't remember who he had on there, but he was telling them uh, when they came over from YouTube, they brought uh, it, it jumped to like nine million. Uh, but it, but what it was, it was uh, a lot of bots and things. And he said he said I think we brought honestly about four million people. I think it was uh, that they got that's, it narrowed down to. That's before, still you know. a gigantic so he's, he's probably well number. Above five hundred. Yeah, I think he's above 500,000 now because that's been several months back. But, yeah, he's, he's got the huge – you know, it's kind of like I heard someone the other day. Uh, I, don't, I do not recall who it was. Uh, they was talking about Howard Stern being the king of all media at one time. Well, now, you know, it's Joe Rogan. 
And also, uh, when you're on Rogan's podcast, it used to be Johnny Carson when he invited you over to the couch. Yeah. Well, now I guess if you're on Rogan's podcast, that shows you made it, you know, kind of yep. thing. So, so that's how you know we. That's how big his fucking podcast is. Yeah. But again, I've been with him for a long time, uh, uh, through the years. Well, you're dropping out a little bit there. And let's see. And um, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You dropped out there for about no, uh, I'm sorry. five seconds or so. I was just saying, I've, I've, I've read several books from authors he's had on that I wasn't familiar with, that I've enjoyed, you know, and uh, I find it, you know, it could be educational, just mm-hmm. like anything. It could be funny. Uh, uh, I'm going to take off on the next one here in just a second, who, who, who I found through. Rogan and was one of the funniest fucking people I've ever seen. The next two are going to be, but um, so yeah, he's introduced me, you know, uh, to a lot of people I wouldn't normally have watched. You know, the um, Elon Musk interview that got so much attention. You know, Elon essentially put the joint up to his lip and just barely touched it and take a. He said he's what a drug guy, you know, and everyone raised hell about that, and it really wasn't much of anything. It was towards the end of the show, but um, I thought Elon was a Really good guest, man. He came on like a Friday night at, at a, an odd time, like 10 o'clock, and they ran it live, you know. And I just happened to be watching YouTube, and I was like, oh, fuck, Rogan went live. And I'd be damned for what Elon Musk. And I thought, man, this guy's, you know, interesting character. I followed him, didn't know a whole lot about him. I knew his name, obviously. But um, he, he kind of came across like I thought he would, you know. He's an, he's an interesting guy. I, I, yeah, will, I thought you were going to say he's an alien. <laughs> that's, um, what, that's what Rogan referred to him as. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what, what it is with him, Bobby, that freaks me out? Um, he, he believes that we might be in an ancestor simulation, that we might just be a, a computer simulation. Yeah. And there's yeah. absolutely nothing that refutes that, and that fucking weirds me out. It weirds me out. I tell you, it's like uh, we could, we could, this actually could be one fucking big simulation, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that, that freaks me out too. You could be thinking right now, somewhere there's a, uh, Jeremy Bilmer or Bobby Blaze that are another fucking dimension and they're already, you know, or we've lived this before or mm-hmm. someone's running his whole mind fucked on us right now. We've already been dead for a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it's a mind fuck, man. Yeah. But, uh, um, and you know, there's, there's this thing too, and I'm, I'll get off of this really quick. Um, sure. So you ever notice that like something is impossible until it's not in the world. Right. So the the four minute mile, you can't do it. And then somebody does it. And Oh, okay. Now everybody can break the four minute mile. Can't break, cannot break the sound barrier. Somebody does it. Okay. Now everybody can break the sound barrier. There are no aliens out there, but one day we're going to find evidence of one. And then there's going to be a billion of them out there. And more, the more shit like that, that happens, the more I look at things and go like, yeah, they're just feeding our simulation little bits of things at a time so we can get used yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> Occupy Mars, Elon. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Well, this next one I'm going to go to, uh, I'm trying not to give him away, but I got introduced to him. I, I've seen him in movies and in, 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 um, other little uh, sitcoms. I have saw him on a, uh, Cold Case uh, at another, uh, I can't remember the other uh, I played detective or a gangster or something or another one. Anyway, it's uh, the church was happening now, which is no longer on there, but it was uh, Joey Diaz. Oh, that okay. fucking guy. So hilarious. He's got his own. It's called uncle Joey's joint. Now he moved from uh, California. He moved back to uh, North Burden or actually New Jersey. I don't know if he's in North, North Burden where he grew up at, but anyway, uh, 
he's funnier than hell, man. And he had some good guests on there. And him and Lee would get on there every Sunday night and get high as fuck and just talk and have a good time. And um, they just didn't give a fuck. He's got a whole different uh, podcast uh, gimmick now. But when the church was what happening now was when I really liked that because uh, Joey was just uh, hilarious. Yeah. You know, just uh, He's a pretty wild but, uh, stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I, I enjoyed that one. The next one I'm just going to brief over at was uh, um, Theo Vaughn. He has a, this past weekend. I've been watching that for several years now. Uh, he's a good stand-up comedian. He's probably my funniest or favorite one right now as far as stand-ups go. Uh, he's been on Rogan a couple of times. He really broke through. His finding, he was finding his voice right before he went on Rogan. And after he went on Rogan, man, he really just gained a lot of confidence, uh, went back one again. And uh, he's got a, they got a show called A King and a Sting. It comes out every Friday. It's him and Brandon Swab. And, uh, but uh, Theo's been missing quite a bit uh, just due to his schedule and this and that. So every other couple of weeks on that show, they have too many different guests. So I, not like it was in the beginning, but so I'm more of a fan of uh, this past weekend because he has, uh, uh, he just, when he don't have a guest, he has interesting thoughts of what happened over the weekend and also um, just a weird take on things, a uh, different perspective and uh, puts funny shit out there. And I just, I just crack up like, oh, okay. And he gets all, sometimes he takes a little bit too far down and cries and has an emotional you know, fucking breakdown, but um, he just tells you that's the way it is. But uh, And I know people probably think, well, Bobby, where's all your fucking wrestling podcast out? Well, here I'm going to bring up one right now coming in. It's the Jim Cornette Experience. I love the Jim Cornette Experience. Um, I listen to that show every week. Uh, depending on what time it comes out, I'm going to throw it out there because, you know, some of those shows are unpredictable. They used to have a uh, Saturday schedule for... Um, the uh, I think it was Friday at one time. Then it went to Saturdays, and, and now due to scheduling or what have you. And I know people have lives, as you and I both found out. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to get a podcast up on time, some line on time sometimes. You know? Except for but, you know, but, two years at a time every uh, every um, Sunday or every uh, Tuesday morning. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Some some no, of us. We've knocked that out. <laughs> yeah. No, we, you've knocked that out. Give props. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, I'm a cornet guy. And so uh, I do like the experience, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there because we'll come back to that later on unless you want to talk about the experience itself. Um, just who, Who's this Jim Cornette guy? I don't think I've ever heard yeah, of him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, you might have heard from him uh, or about him on the uh, 605 with Brian Last. I, I used to really enjoy that show. Now, this is not a dig. I don't listen to it as much as I used to. But I have to listen to the 605, and I enjoy the guests they have. I used to enjoy the um, the uh, sidekicks they had. But, you know, for me to sit down and listen for three and four and five hours, I've got to break that down over a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the good thing about it, I'll say this, is it has timestamps. So you can just go to, you know, the one-hour mark, like when they had uh, Joe Malenko on there or when they had X-Pac on there. I mentioned them because they both went on there and put me over. Uh, which I was glad. And I've also been a guest. You know, I got to share my um, Sue the Shooter story on there. Um, you know, about a little incident that took place in the hotel room in Australia. We won't go to great details now. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, I like that. I, I, I put that up there. Although, like I said, I've dropped off of that a lot recently. Uh, 
for no other reason than uh, time restraints on, on other stuff I'm watching, listening to, or doing, doing throughout my week, you know. So um, I think you'll like this next one. Uh, I'll just move on past that if you don't care. Sure. Uh, Book in the Territory, man. That's okay. at BTT underscore podcast. And that's with Mike and Doc and Harper. Them guys did the entire Smoky Mountain Wrestling, uh, all 200 episodes, man. And um, I'd been a guest on there, and it was um, really very cool to be on there. And then also I got to, um, I think uh, uh, Harper had to take some time off. It was right towards the end of the uh, Smoky Mountain uh, run and uh, I co-hosted with those guys with Doc and, and Mike and uh, Mike Mills to me is just uh, uh, dude we check on each other uh, we have each other phone number kind of like you and I do Jeremy hey man you okay out there you know yeah uh, what's going on or something like that so I, I like that and appreciate that too so it's someone I've met through podcasting and uh, I think a lot of and of course we know uh, uh, giving a shout out to a couple of their regular uh, fans and Patreon members and that's uh uh, Adam and um, uh, Sparks, you know, uh, Third Coast there, Sean. Uh, we got to meet them and, and talk to them. Hopefully I'll be talking to them again real, real soon. Um, uh, we'll talk about that later. But, uh, yeah, so I like that podcast a lot. Um, and, of course, they're doing the WCW uh, Saturday night um, is what they, you know, ma- mainly do every week now. I think is where they're at. I'm not even sure where they're at. 80, I don't know what year they're in. But, again, select. I have to select, you know, what I'm listening to, but those guys are funny and they, you know, they call it the most unprofessional podcast, but they're, they're pretty damn professional. No, it's a, it's a, it's a good show. And of course, Mike has been on with us before. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, friend of the show and, you know, uh, we do, we do appreciate his support obviously. And, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people really love his show. They have a good time. I'm, I follow them on their Facebook group. So everybody in there is, you know, having a great time. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. lot of filthy jokes and a lot of ass eating talk, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I know Harper likes to talk about that ass eating, and yep. I don't mind it. I remember I zoned out one time. We had a guest on. I said, I'd just sit there thinking about eating ass. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know where my mind went, but it went. But, uh, well, I don't know where it went. But uh, well, anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all know where it went. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, um, yeah, uh, uh, we, we do appreciate the uh, friendship in, uh, between us and the, the book and the territory. And Mike been a host and also uh, our guest and let me come over and host on his show as well, co-host rather. Uh, this next one will probably be no surprise to you. Um, it's the Studcast. It's the Fuller, Ron Fuller Studcast, um, at Ron Fuller Welch on Twitter. But he's got a YouTube channel um, called South, uh, Southeastern Rewind. Rewind. And, man, he's got uh, Old Continental up there. Uh, comes about every Friday uh, on YouTube. You can watch the Old Continental um, wrestling. And he's got, uh, I, see, I think it's the uh, USA. Um, it's just a really good show. Old school. We, you know, we had the privilege of having Ron on our podcast. Oh, yeah. And on the Studcast, um, not, not the YouTube channel, but on the Studcast part, I was listening, you know, every every week when it comes out, um, and I was going through like 1976 week by week, 1977 week by week in Knoxville, and he was just talking about every match, about the payoffs, of, you know, some of these guys were making, uh, the houses, you know, how well they drew, because that was like the first territory he had bought, uh, and it's it just really, and then Ron is probably... Um, 
I wouldn't say arguably, I would say probably the best storyteller out there about professional wrestling. He can just tell a story and sucks you right in. And you, and you know it's coming from a very reliable resource, you know. Uh, and if you love professional wrestling like we do, and if you haven't listened to Ron Fuller's Studcast, do yourself a favor and go give it a listen. And also go subscribe to his YouTube channel because he's got all kinds of uh, old footage. Um, not only just the footage, but he's got the entire uh, hour of um, several different programs up and going on um, his station on there. Um, Again, it's the um, uh, South Eastern Rewind on YouTube. Uh, a lot of good stuff up there. Oh, no, it's, um, it's great. It's um, probably the only place to really catch any of that. I, I don't know if anybody who's got access to any of those tapes besides yeah, him, right? And, yeah. And I hear he's getting more is what he said, what he said on there recently. But right now he's got the Continental up there. You know, um, he's got uh, the Thudcast, of course, that on there as well. Uh, he talks about different wrestlers each week that come through the territory. Um, he's got the Southeastern classics from up in Knoxville. You know, I mean, it's, it's just good stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, talks about title defenses, talked about all the NWA champions that he had a, a chance to face. Uh, so, um, I'll put that up there. And now I'm going to get, before I go to this last one I've got. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, Bobby. We're, we're, okay. I, got, I got a question for you about a completely unrelated okay. topic. But okay. we were talking about footage and tapes, and uh, Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and so now he's got access to 20 years of their tapes. Uh, he owns, and it wasn't, AEW didn't buy it. His dad didn't buy it. He bought it. And okay. So... Real quick, does that, the fact that a company folded and Vince McMahon didn't acquire their tapes, does that show that his handhold over, uh, or his stranglehold over pro wrestling is almost broken? Oh, I don't know. Um, I saw you tweeting about it, you and Sparks, I think were uh, smarting someone else up about it, uh, of them having those tapes. I guess the one thing is this, was, was Vince even interested in it? Um, I don't know, but I had heard, and again, this is just wrestling, uh, uh, you know, how wrestlers like to talk. Mm -hmm. They said, oh yeah, Co Cody's going to buy it. Cody's going to buy it. And, um, I woke up at one morning and saw where ring of honor was purchased by, um, Tony Khan there. And I was like, oh, okay. That is very interesting. I don't. What what does that leave out there, tape wise, Jeremy? Is there uh, you got you got twenty years of Ring of Honor? Mm -hmm. What you, what what else is out there? Impact now is that it? As I far guess as if you wanted to someone's library. Yeah, if you wanted to acquire somebody's library, uh, and they, it's going to be Impact or it's going to be Japanese or Mexican companies, right? Well, yeah. hold on, hold on. You also got Dave Marquez for fifteen years now. Has been running wrestling companies all over well, the country. But yeah. Dave, you know, for a guy who's as big in wrestling as he is, he flies under the radar a lot. Yeah. We kind yeah. of forget that he's, like just now, we kind of forget that he's hanging out. Well, you know, I guess CZW has been around for almost 20 or for 20 years now. Yeah. And they've got, okay. yeah. But. And see, that's why I, was, I don't, I really didn't answer your question. I know I skipped around it there a little bit because uh, I'm, I'm not sure what that, um, my only, my only thought would be. Maybe Vince wasn't interested, or or um, and Tony just wanted his first personal collection. 
uh, and is going to start something new. Is that is that the deal? I, when they start back up? I guess he's to... yeah. I guess he's talking about running it as a developmental territory, which I don't know what that okay. means. AEW is now, but yeah. Well, you know, I remember when AEW. Everyone was all excited. Someone just told me it's at the gym a couple weeks ago or so. I said to ride the bike and. Someone said, remember when AEW first came out, we was all excited because it said it wasn't going to be like WWE. And in fact, if it isn't just like WWE, with you know, doing their stuff. So I don't know. Um, that'll be interesting. I can see them, like I said, for what it's worth, I don't know what the fuck it means to be a developmental, I guess, as far as, is that saying or like a lower level? Is that like, a, uh, you know, uh, what is it? The um, uh, fucking... WWE had they had Florida at one time they had you know uh, what oh, they had OVW at a point oh, they yeah. had Florida so Championship Wrestling are they treat um, how are they going to treat the Ring of Honor is it going to you know are they going to be a touring company or are they going to just film each week in the same location you know you know what I'm saying I don't I don't really know what that would entitle uh, I would what I would think was what I was thinking was when you said it was it would it would be a competition. Uh, if he brings it up and, and puts it against uh, uh, AEW, mm-hmm. maybe you know, uh, well, like, you know, like the Raw and SmackDown brands being different, you know, you have two different brands, AEW and Ring of Honor. I don't know how what's going to what's going to happen. There. Well, except the, so. these are actually owned by two different companies or two different entities. AEW is not the owner of ROH, even though that's what everybody keeps saying. Okay. Uh, it is Tony Khan himself who is just an officer in the corporation that owns AEW. Um, his dad is still basically the primary funder of AEW. Okay. Um, but no, it was kind of interesting to me because it used to just be that whoever folded up, Vince somehow got their tape library. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was usually just a simple deal like, here's some cash, we put you guys in the Hall of Fame, I take over your tape library and your trademarks. Right. That you still have. <laughs> um, fuck, even they even got Vern Gagne to show up at one of the, the Hall of Fame one year. And I was like, I'm surprised Vern didn't show up with a pistol in his pocket, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm kind of interested in seeing because when they first started talking about putting AEW together, it was going to be the the sports-based company, high-energy, competition-based, blah, 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 and that's not what it's really turned into. Right, right. Um, but that is what ROH has always kind of been. It's yeah. been the more athletic. The I mean, basically, it's the king of the indies. You know, it's the, the best of the indies went there. Yeah, and, look how many guys came up from there. Yeah. You know, they cut their teeth in Ring of Honor and, you know, went on to become huge stars elsewhere. Yeah. So. And so I'm kind of excited to see what they do there, even though I'm kind of on my, my interest in wrestling is kind of ebbing right now, but I'm yeah, kind of, in, you. yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what they do, but I wanted to get your, to see if you had any thoughts on it. Uh, not, not that deep of thoughts. I'll say that. I mean, you know, um, sometimes I ca- I'm a casual fan at best, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I got you. Um, and, and I, I usually just like talking to you and other people involved uh, that know I like wrestling. I end up in a conversation with them about wrestling, you know, and I, I learned that away. Uh, just about basically what you just now told me there. I, I told me more than what I already knew, you know, but, um, you know, I, I, w- I hope if ring of honor, if they, however they open it up, whether they've got the tapes and they decide to start a touring company or they start just uh, recording somewhere like at a studio, you know, like Universal we used to or down in, you know, wherever, 
if they want wherever they do it at. Um, it gives boys and girls that are serious about a wrestling career. Hopefully, it gives them a more uh, another place to work and make a paycheck at. And hopefully they'll produce a product that the fans truly enjoy. And I think they're, they're, the what Ring of Honor had, uh, I really enjoyed a lot of their shows. Yeah. No, they, all their talent. Yeah. Well, us being technical fans, I mean, we're going to like that product a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed that NWA had started using the word freelance wrestler a lot more. And I'm kind of... As long as people can find a way to make money doing it, I'm kind of excited about seeing a future where more people can work here and there and go, you know, take a booking here, but still, you know, have yeah. their primary job there. Um, yeah, cause this, I'm seeing that happening. I think it's going to. Yeah. Uh, I really do. You know, considering, go back about four years, uh, we had WWE and that was it. And then we go back to about two years once we restarted this, relaunched this podcast. I mean, there it, it it has come off life support. It's gotten up out of the bed and has walked down a hall and has exited the building now. So it's yeah. out there. It's out there. You know, um, the 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 chance and the chance of seeing more and more live professional wrestling and also you know uh, your viewing choices whether you stream it or or watch you know your 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 TV or however you do your deal now. Um, cable provider, you know what I'm saying there. there yeah. There's opportunities to watch different products and see different stars and wrestlers. And I know, you know, people say, uh, well, Vince likes to refer to them as superstars. Uh, it sounds better than wrestlers. Well, I'll, I like to think of them as professional athletes and professional wrestlers. And yeah, some of them uh, are superstars. Some of them are stars, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, many are stars, but, um, you know, it's what it is. But um, anyway, I better get this book plug yes, in. Yes, yes, get that book plug Let's in. Let's do that because I've got two books out there. They're both available on Amazon. And the way Professor has this set up is if you want to read uh, my first book. Hold on, Jeremy. I'm having a brain thought. Mm-hmm, Mark, mm-hmm. Hold on a second. I was getting ready to say something. Um, pin Me, Pay Me, Have Boost Will Travel. If you want to get that book, go to tinyurl.com slash blaze book one. My second book I kicked out on two, the educational wrestler is available at tinyurl.com slash blaze book two. Now the reason I had a brain fart, cause I looked out my notes there and I was going to say, if you'd like to buy one of those books and get it autographed, you can see me next Saturday, March the 12th in Chillicothe, Ohio at the reunion. There's going to be over 40 stars there. Bobby Fulton is putting this thing together. It's going to be, off the charts. There's a fan fest from one until six. And then at six 30, they're having a super show that has about eight professional wrestling matches on it. Um, and I'm excited just to go out there in public to, um, and that's not one of the things I like to do as you know, that as far as going out into being in some big venue or place or anything like that. But I like to be at a table with my back against the wall and the fans coming up and I can speak to them, shake their hand, give some of them a hug or what have you. Um, this was going to take place a couple years ago till uh, COVID shut it down. Cause Bobby has already had one of these before that was hugely successful. And I'm hoping this year's, uh, this coming weeks is just as successful. So with that said, 
If you come to Chill Coffee next week, uh, I'll be there from 1 until 6 signing copies of my book. But if you can't, and I understand, if you're from Canada, if you're from Japan, if you're from Australia, you probably are not going to make it to that fan fest. So go to tinyrl.com slash blazebook1 and get pin me, pay me, have boost with travel. Or go to tinyrl.com slash blazebook2 to get I kicked out on two, the educational wrestler. Uh, and Jeremy, we did have a couple books sold. Um, uh, I saw Canada on air. I saw a couple European uh, sales on air. No. One of one was Denmark. I meant to tell you, it's been a couple weeks back, but there was someone purchased a book from Denmark, an actual book. So, and not the download. So, um, I, I, that's good to know we're getting out there in the world somewhere that yeah. people are still purchasing the books. Of course, but you I know, also those. I to give that show to plug. Those Danes, you know, you don't really want to. Draw their eyes too often. You remember what happened to the old world under the <laughs> under the Danish Vikings coming out, um, changed the face of the world. They did. Uh, I, hear, I hear they're much nicer nowadays, though. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope so. Oh man. Um, anyway, I wanted to plug that the uh, next, uh, like I said, next Saturday's event. Um, just the rundown real quickly, Kevin Nash, Rick and Scott Steiner, and Kurt Angle is going to be there. I'm personally looking forward to seeing my main man, road dog, Jesse James. I haven't seen him forever. Um, just going down through there. Get to see Tommy Rich again uh, and uh, Shane Douglas, of course. Uh, check this out. I know you'd like to see this. Uh, the last time I was there, J.J. Dillon was there. I spoke to him. Uh, text, the late Tex Johnson had his that was a day we just passed each other. I could have met him that day. Oh, we didn't yeah. meet until about a month later. But he had his picture taken with J.J. Dillon. This time, they got J.J. Dillon, Tully Blanchard, and Barry Windham together. Holy smokes. So, that's yeah, that's yeah. worth that's worth going right there. Exactly. And, of course, uh, Bobby Fulton will be there as well. Uh, it, there's over 40 stars. It's called The Reunion, A Homecoming. It's Saturday, March 12th. It's at... Um, uh, Union Odo uh, High School in Chillicothe, Ohio. And Bobby had to tell me how to say it about 20 times. We spoke a couple weeks ago. We actually spoke, spoke uh, via phone when he asked me to do a couple promos. And uh, he said, Bobby, just say Union 2. <laughs> That's what it is, basically. So it's at the high school, the Union 2 high school there. Uh, Unit 2. Unit 2. That's it, Bobby. Say it like Bobby told you. Unit 2 High School in Chillicothe, Ohio. Uh, 1 to 6 is the. Um, Meet and greet, and 6.30 is the uh, eight action-packed matches. Uh, so, uh, anyway, get out there, purchase the book, get a T-shirt, and have some fun, you know, enjoy some professional wrestling. Yeah. And with that, Jeremy, my other favorite podcast that I listen to on the regular is Jim Cornette's drive Through. I like that over the experience and that's why i saved that one for last that that's one of my now these are not i don't listen to these every every week all these i mentioned i don't have that much time in a day if we went through this you know right um but normally throughout the week i schedule okay this one dropped now i'll get a half an hour in here an hour there um in my car and i'll have something going on you know that i've started maybe uh, after getting out in the morning or something or at the gym. And so I enjoy the uh, drive-through because that's the one where a lot of times uh, they get a lot of questions from the fans. 
and Jim tells these tremendous stories. When I was talking about Ron Fuller, you know, being a great storyteller, Jim Cornette's right up there, to, right up there too, as far as you know, talking about the Mid South territory, talking about the uh, Crockett days, you know, talking about uh, uh, some sometimes in WWE when he was there, you know, and of course he talks about Smoky Mountain and also about Ohio Valley wrestling, and um, he gets some very interesting questions. And, you know, tells some very interesting stories if they're there at the right time. Plus, again, being a Cornette guy, Cornette just cracks me up, man. Oh, um, yeah. I love the guy, and he knows it. And he just, he'll say something, and you're just like, oh, that's Jim. That's Jim right there. You well, know, it just cracks me up. So I've been, you know, last year here I've been watching, or actually two years I've been watching YouTube more than just about anything else. Yeah, myself and, as well. And... You know, because I've listened to so much Jim Cornette over the years, his stuff pops up in my YouTube feed very often. Right. And the things he's doing now where he is reading ad copy and then just going fucking batshit with the, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, but if you take this, then aliens are going to show up and they're going to anally probe you. And then, and the, yeah, Brian laughs. <laughs> or we're going like, stop, stop. That's not what it's about. <laughs> They had the one, uh, they just killed it. Uh, it was the one about um, coding. Oh, I've heard a few, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just buried it like, you know, I'm like, geez, you know, give give us some of that advertising money. We'll take it. We'll yeah, kind of have to bury it too I'll much. Read, I'll know. read that ad straight, man. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, it's, it's pretty funny too. But um, Oh, yeah. the stuff he's been doing with that is so, so funny. Now, I, I do have to reveal that, um, you know, the dude is opinionated. You got to watch Jim Cornette. Some of the shit <laughs> yeah. that comes out of his mouth is, and the first time you and I took a break from this show, my little brother looks at me and he goes, can I quit pretending to like Jim fucking Cornette now? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, yeah. That's not right if he doesn't. He, he, we can't force him one anymore, nope. you know. Nope. But, uh, uh, yeah, he's very opinionated. All opinions of, of Jim's are of Jim's, you know, and that's, yeah. that's the way it is. And uh, I tend to agree with a lot of them, but not everything, you know. Well, so, yeah. Uh, 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 but also, like I said, it's just uh, uh, someone I was around for, you know, three years of my life. And then I, uh, fortunate enough through the years to see him at appearances. Um, I don't know he'll be doing any, but I'd love to see him pop up one of these appearances. Just one more time for old time's sake for all the fans to see Jim Cornette one more time. But who knows? Because I hear him tell it, you know, he's not even going to the fucking post office anymore. He's hired people to go to the post office for him. So I don't think he's leaving Castle Cornette anytime soon. Boy, it sure so, doesn't sound like it, does it? No, it doesn't. But um, it'd be, it would be nice to see him again. It's been about three years, I guess. I uh, was at the um, anniversary show uh, for All Star Wrestling when they did um, 30 years of the uh, Midnight Express, and it was uh, Jim was there with uh, Bobby, of course, Dennis, and Stan were all together, and so that's um, that's probably the last time I've seen them th fresh off my mind. And speaking of which, Jeremy, I've got to share this with you, man. Yes. All Star Wrestling Saturday, April 9th in Madison, West Virginia. I'm completely over the moon about this. They've got a huge 16-year anniversary show that's coming to town. Um, they've got just all kinds of stars going to be on this program. Uh, if you go to uh, All Star Wrestling, um, you, you can you can see who all is going to be there. Uh, let me just do this real quickly for myself, uh, just to tell you I don't get this wrong. Um, 
I know several people, uh, it's ASW uh, in West Virginia is who it is. Uh, their 16th anniversary show, they're showing Jeff Jarrett and, and uh, just a ton of other talent that's going to be there, okay? Yeah. Now, on the poster, they got a picture uh, in the background. Again, it's a Saturday, April 9th at Madison Civic Center, um, the 16th anniversary uh, show. Um, I've been asked to induct the late Tracy Smothers, the wide-eyed Southern boy himself, into the Hall of Fame. And uh, that's why the hesitation was there. I'm kind of getting emotional. Sure, sure. I didn't find this out till last night. Um, I was contacted by the promoter, Gary Dameron. Uh, very nice gentleman, very professional gentleman, runs first-class shows. Um, they're going to have this show, and I was hoping to be a part of it because normally I had been to uh, the anniversary shows several times where I've been involved in some way, you know, and um, I had no idea if I was even going to be booked on this show because I hadn't heard anything back. It's just that I heard, I'll be in touch with you, Bobby, and that was back in January. Um, I spoke to a couple other gentlemen that I know, and they was like, ah, I wouldn't give up on that yet. I, th I think he's going to contact you. And lo and behold, last night I was contacted, and um, it just said, you know, would you like to come to my anniversary show, basically? And I was like, you know, are you kidding me? Of course I want to, you know. Uh, I want to I be there. Uh, in some way, you know, and, um, anyway, um, the way it worked out, I won't go to my personal message or anything, but basically it just came back with, um, you know, uh, Shane Storm wants me to manage him and his little team, this little entourage he has up there. And this is from Gary himself. And he said, I, would like to induct, like you, to induct Tracy's mothers into our Hall of Fame. So Saturday, April 9th, that's what I'm be doing, Jeremy, and I'm already taking, getting prepped up for that myself. But I'm excited, super excited about that. So um, anyway, I think uh, we have one more announcement to make, and anything you want to ask, any questions or anything, or close this out before I have one more thing I have to get. We have to go through. <clears throat> Nope, go ahead and keep rolling because I'm starting to lose control of my dog right now. Okay, well, real quickly, uh, again, thanks to Time Warp, uh, they're having their second Bluegrass Con on Saturday, May the 7th at the Kentucky Highland Museum here in Ashland, Kentucky. Start getting your tickets now. Um, the people that's going to be on this show are DDP, Sergeant Slaughter, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Shane Douglas, Two Cold Scorpio is going to be there, um, as well as Damn, Ron Simmons, man, is going to be there. That's really cool. And, uh, yeah, and they're going to have a show in Ashland that same night. So they're having a meet and greet with all those stars at the uh, Kentucky Highland Museum. And then later that evening, um, they're having a, a live wrestling event. I'm not sure who all the matches are going to be, but uh, FTC is putting that on with the time warp. And I want to personally reach out and say thank you to FTC, FTC at, at Joe the uh, the wrestling agent, and also to Earl, the owner of Time Warp, and thank you both, gentlemen. I appreciate the opportunities you give me, and Jeremy, I want to say thank you to you because we talked about podcasts, and this podcast wouldn't be possible without you 
taking the time to do notes, to do research, uh, to put it together, to edit it, and then get it out there like you have for the last two years, uh, every Tuesday morning at about six o'clock. Well, actually, it comes out midnight here. So yeah. I don't know how you do it, but I, I get it about six o'clock in the morning. But if I'm up, uh, I'll start it, you know, on a, on a Tuesday morning at, at midnight but uh thank you so much as well yeah no i've seen i've seen that a couple times where i've seen that you've downloaded it like 12 you know 1202 your time and i'm like bobby go to fucking bed exactly (laughs) um i get jacked up man i'm not gonna lie i i I go to the wrestling camp i've been in a house all day and i go over there from i get there about six students are a little bit early whatever they they come in class starts at seven or nine I get to be around these young people and they're training and busting their ass and working. I get that energy and I, I, I come home and I'm like jacked up from that. And I'm like, oh, just a couple more hours. It's going to be midnight. And uh, I, I'm watching a movie or whatever I'm doing, eating. That's one night, I do, two nights a week. I do eat rather late, later than I normally do. And I wait for it to come down. And if I'm up, I got, I, I listen to it right then, you know, 12.02, like you said. So, but uh, thanks again for putting it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take a second here. If anybody out there listening is a Star Trek, like especially like the old school Star Trek fan, uh, we have a new podcast called Strange New Trek, which Bobby alluded to or actually flat out said earlier. Um, you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. Give us, give us a listen because we are brand new, haven't done any advertising, and literally starting off with like 10 <laughs> listeners. So if you get a chance, come check us out, leave a review. It would be really appreciated. And Bobby, that's everything that I can Well, thank you. Yeah. You know, I yeah. like, I like the act of creating a new show quite a bit, you know? Good. Um, even though I've got, you know, I burn out on stuff pretty <laughs> quickly, but I do like creating. So, you know, there you go. Yeah. Cow dog is about ready to call it a time limit. So oh yeah. Let's take it home. I'll just close out with this. You take us on home from there. I've mentioned several of them. I'll be out there at least once a month for the next three months. And that's my one day, and I enjoy it. So I'll see you at the matches, wrestling fans. All right, everybody. For myself, Professor Jeremy Vilmer, the late Tex Johnson, and Double B Billy Blaze. Bye-bye, everybody. Fuck you.